Hello and welcome back to Toowoomba 2020, the Chronicle's local government election podcast. My name is Toby Loftus. It's been almost a month since the local government elections and finally the council has been sworn in and the deputy mayor has been decided. Jeff McDonald was yesterday voted in as the deputy to Mayor Paul Antonio, but not after one of the most heated and controversial council meetings in years. To discuss this and more, I'm joined by the Chronicle's council report Tom Gillespie. Tom, welcome back to the pod. Thank you, Toby. Good to be here. So, Tom, can you run me through a bit about what happened yesterday? Sure. So, the blow-by-blow was Bill Carlheel nominated uh, Rebecca Von Hoff for the deputy mayor's position. She had gotten the most votes in the uh, March 28th election, um, and that is generally the tradition that the person who gets the most votes is nominated um, and elected to the deputy mayor's role. Um, uh, that was then followed up by a request for an amendment or a new motion uh, by newcomer Melissa Taylor, who wanted the um, term for the deputy mayor's position reduced to two years, um, arguing that they needed to give multiple people a go at being deputy mayor, and uh, it would allow some sort of succession from experienced leadership to you know a newcomer. Uh, clearly this was angling in at obviously getting her her or somebody else nominating um, uh, Councillor Jeff McDonald for the Deputy Mayor's position. So you saw that there was going to be a challenge and we all suspected that there would be. Um, so that um, motion was uh, tidied up and it passed through in some form, although not in the original form that she'd, uh, she'd proposed, um, meaning that whoever whoever's now the deputy mayor, which is now uh, Councillor McDonald, um, their term will be up for review um, sometime in the future. Um, uh, After that was resolved, uh, uh, Councillor Megan O'Hara Sullivan uh, nominated uh, Councillor McDonald uh, for the role. Uh, And then following that, um, uh, Councillor Bill Carlhill nominated and then withdrew his nomination for deputy mayor and Carol Taylor also self-nominated. The three uh, eligible candidates um, made their pitches. Um, Councillor Von Hoff spoke about uh, how she was already prepared for this role given her private sector experience and non-government experience. Um, And Jeff McDonald said he's been there for eight years, he's been there for two terms, he's seen the ropes, he understands what's needed and he would be a good fit. Uh, And Carol Taylor also made a speech uh, where she was very candid um, and went into some very interesting details that we'll go into a little bit later. Um, So what happened was because each vote was its own motion, councillors were allowed to vote for uh, different candidates um, if they wanted to. So because Rebecca, well, Councillor Von Hoff was nominated first, she um, the, the vote was put up for her and she got five out of the 11. You need six uh, to get the majority. And so because she didn't have a majority, they moved on to a vote on Councillor McDonald and he got six. Uh, and that was the end of it. So Carol um, Taylor never got voted on? Never, uh, Yeah, Carol never got voted on because they'd already achieved the majority on... Uh, Councillor McDonald, um, and that is uh, as per how the council's meant to run based on the um, uh, local government uh, guidelines and legislation. Mm. Now, so Jeff McDonald has just been elected Deputy Mayor of the Toowoomba Region. 
how, what was everyone in the chamber's reactions to that? How did Rebecca Von Hoff, who was probably the favourite going into that meeting to be deputy mayor because of that tradition, how did she take it? How did the mayor take it? How did, how did um, everyone else take it? I think there was, it's hard to describe how tense that room was. Um, it's, it's almost an intangible quality. But all I will say is that um, clearly everyone could sense that something was about to happen, and then it did. Um, that tension also was um, probably uh, partly created by Bill Carhill when he made some interesting allegations on the council floor. Can you tell me a bit about them? Sure. So straight after the vote that occurred regarding you know, the limiting of terms or reviewing of term periods for deputy mayor... He um, uh, said that to the mayor that he would like to address the CEO, which is Brian Pigeon, and he uh, uh, said that he was going to lodge with the Office of the Independent Assessor um, a complaint about alleged coercion involved in the lead-up to a vote on the deputy mayor. Now, he did not go into specifics, but he definitely voted with... Councillor Von Hoff has having nominated her, so I'll let uh, readers and listeners draw between the lines about where he thinks that that's uh, that's coming from or where that's come from. Um, we'll have to see what happens now that that will be lodged by himself and also the uh, CEO because if he's made aware of an allegation, he has to report it by law. So we'll see what happens uh, at the end of that in a few months' time. Um, but that created a very interesting air in, in terms of the atmosphere of the of the very large annex that where they were holding the meeting, and uh, this was sort of magnified the the emotion or, or the tension. And I think that that was sort of reflected in what happened afterwards after Councillor McDonald uh, got the deputy mayor position. Um, I I noted on social media that uh, Councillor Von Hoff. Uh, was quite she appeared to be quite emotional uh, I know she was clearly trying to put forward a stoic um, position or stoic uh, demeanor but I could tell that ha- had affected her as she said to me tomorrow's a new day um, and she'll just move on um, with this but certainly it was a very eventful meeting uh, in that regard was this a political contest that hasn't really been seen before in Toowoomba Oh, I don't know about that, but I certainly would say you would have to be naive to think that something, uh, a degree of discussions hadn't occurred uh, before, even though that is, uh, you know, to certain extents illegal. Um, you, uh, as uh, as uh, Councillor Carl pointed out, um, coercion and collusion are... Um, actually technically illegal again we're not suggesting anything has happened we don't know but um i mean it's it's a possibility certainly Uh, i think more importantly and this is really you know what gets to the crux of the argument there were clearly there was clearly a camp of people who believed that the uh deputy mayor should go to the person who's gotten the most votes as has been the tradition for the past several years um, and several councils. And then there was a camp that was saying, during this very tough economic period, um, we need someone who is ready to just jump straight into the role. Uh, and they were arguing that uh, 
that Councillor McDonald, because of his prior local government experience, was already uh, to go. Yes, exactly. Uh, Cam- now, um, that's actually quite an interesting point you raised before. Um, that it's would be quite a surprise to a lot of people that it's actually um, illegal for them to, I guess, have those discussions about trying to lobby their fellow councillors. That's quite um that would be quite an interesting fact to some people, wouldn't it? Um, I think it would. Um, again, we're not su- suggesting that anything untoward has no, happened of course not. because we don't know um, what's happened. However, it was very obvious that I'm just talking reading- about process, really. Of course, but it was very obvious that in that public meeting, there was an ideology that you should follow the the protocol. If the agenda has been set that a person should uh, has gotten the most votes in the election, um, they should be given the opportunity um, to accept the deputy mayor mm-hmm. position, um, be nominated and elected to it. This was the first time that that person who got the most votes was not an incumbent councillor. Yes, exactly. So um, that's what has made it, yeah, interesting this time. Moving on, um, Carol Taylor said some interesting things. The former deputy mayor of the Toowoomba region um, said some interesting things in the meeting. She did. Um, Carol uh, clearly went into this knowing she had nothing to lose. She uh, admitted that she didn't think she was going to be successful, but she wanted to put her hat into the ring um, because uh, she had been the deputy mayor before. She done it before she knew what was required um and she made some a very candid speech that not only pointed to disunity within the council in fact if i am able to grab her quotes in a tick uh, she spoke about how the toowoomba regional council in the past term hadn't been united despite her best efforts um but more interestingly and more inexplicable in terms of out of left field was the fact that she admitted that while she had been um, developing or helping guide flood recovery and flood resilience uh, across the region, uh, she um, had received death threats from the public. Um, If I'll take her quote here, um, I've chaired infrastructure, the infrastructure group, since 2008 and had two death threats over detention basins in that time. really interesting uh and quite out of left field mm-hmm. now um i guess as well yesterday there was the announcement of which portfolios councillors would take up so um mayor paul antonio will be the economic development committee chair carol taylor will be the infrastructure committee ta- chair councillor melissa taylor will be the infrastructure committee portfolio leader rebecca von hoff will be the water and waste committee chair nancy summerfield will be the waste and water committee portfolio leader james o'shea will be the environment and community committee chair tim mcmahon will be the environment and community portfolio leader. Councillor Jeff McDonald will be the Finance and Business Strategy Committee Chair. Kerry Shine will be the Finance and Business Strategy Portfolio Leader. Megan O'Hara Sullivan will be the Planning and Development Committee Chair. And Bill Carhill will be the Planning and Development Portfolio Leader. Now, um, there are some quite interesting uh, 
tidbits in there. For instance, we had Nancy Summerfield, who used to be the Water and Waste Committee Chair because of how the portfolio leader and chair positions work. Um, because she didn't get the required votes to be a chair, she's now a portfolio leader. Um, what, what's your take on the portfolios? I'm not... Uh, I, I, look, I'm not 100% certain about how they... Um, handle the portfolios to be honest but um my understanding is it's it's uh, done in con- in discussion with the mayor himself um and the mayor ultimately has i believe um in, in the past sort of been i guess not wouldn't say the final say but um has been a, a major adjudicator in sort of how these are um uh parceled out so to speak um and I don't have any solid um, proof on this, but I've heard talks that there was a lot of jostling for a number of key portfolios um, and a lot of, uh, I don't want to say demands, but uh, heavy requests made for certain portfolios. Again, can't go into detail, but that's what I've been hearing. So um, in with that in mind, I think uh, it'll be interesting to see how these councillors perform um, in their new roles. It's also interesting to note that they made an amendment when they were voting this through at the meeting, which meant that overall the entire council, rather than the mayor, would help in reviewing a specific councillor's performance uh, to do with a portfolio and whether they were suited for it, whether they were meeting the right performance outcomes, that sort of thing. Um, in the... Uh, in the previous terms, uh, the mayor has uh, been the one to handle that review. He's why, never. Why did they take that power away from the mayor? Um, that is a good question. You'll have to ask Bill Cal because he uh, put uh, forward the amendment. He argued that uh, in the meeting that it should be a whole of council discussion, uh, and it was in the uh, interests of transparency. Uh, and Paul at the meeting said. Well, I've never had to exercise that specific uh, delegation of power, but uh, he's happy. He, he said he was happy to uh, to share it around. Now, Tom, we've obviously discussed how this was probably one of the most controversial council meetings in years. We have a special meeting coming up for the council to deal with their COVID-19 response. Um, can we expect that meeting and future meetings of the council to be just as intense as this one that happened yesterday? I think so, for two reasons. Um, First of all, there's a lot of new councillors and they're finding their feet. And there's going to be a lot of teething issues. Uh, That's, I think, an inevitability. And that would be with any council which has, you know, so many new faces on it and so many people new to local government. The other thing is that it's COVID. Uh, right now, we're in COVID nineteen crisis, and that has amplified everybody's emotions. It's amplified everybody's desire to get in and do things. Uh, you know, try and create some change. You know, create some assistance. Um, so I think those two reasons are why we're going to see these as quite um, animated uh, uh, for the for you know at least the coming couple of months uh, and it'll be interesting to see how it plays out no i think that's all we've got time for today thanks again tom for joining the podcast 
No worries, Toby. Thank you. Toolbook 2020 is a production of the Toolbook Chronicle and is made possible thanks to our valued subscribers. To subscribe for just $1 a day for the first 28 days, visit thechronicle.com.au forward slash subscribe. See you next time.